Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Leia. <laughs> hey! <laughs> who do we have here? <laughs> it's uh, none other than a Suns fan, a real cutie pie, and my sister, Leia. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Wow. I thought uh, Gabe was going to get me with another I'm a gotta drop. No, I've had my fun. (laughs) (laughs) You really uh, got me last time. I was not expecting that. It threw me off. (laughs) Yeah, I I could tell you were expecting it this time, and that's why I didn't do it. (laughs) You are such a sneaky pee. Anyways, Leia, uh, you are in town from Phoenix. Yeah, I am. And we forced you to be on this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) How are you feeling about it? I'm feeling pretty good, actually. Nice. Um, So you've been a Phoenix fan, a Phoenix Suns fan, a lot longer than I have. Yeah, it started when I started dating my boyfriend slash now husband, Jeremiah. He got me into the Suns. And who were some of your like original favorite players? Uh, well, we were we were just talking about Stephon Marbury, uh, Sean Marion were the first two. I remember. Um, I remember we had a really good sixth man who was like super funny named Cedric Sabalos. Oh yeah. Um, who else? I can't remember. Cedric uh, Sabalos has such a great name. Yeah. What happened to that guy? I don't I know. wonder. Cause he should have like gone into, you know, broadcasting or something that requires a really great name. <laughs> yeah, he should have. And I am Cedric Sabalos. Um, but then that kind of like went into the Steve Nash years. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, when I started playing, Steve Nash was playing for the, um, Mavericks or when I started playing, when I started watching, when you started playing for the Phoenix yeah, Suns, a little known fact, I played for the <laughs> Phoenix Suns. You were the first woman the 90s. on the NBA <laughs> and, uh, just, you know, played a couple minutes per game. Nothing big. Yeah. And then we got Steve Nash, um, we got a lot of other good players. It's funny because I feel like I have liked a lot of uh, players that maybe were on for a little bit. And then like, because I liked them, like I developed this relationship with them. They would get traded. And then I'm like, you know, I, I kind of want everyone to have a good time in a game most of the time. Yeah. So like we had a player named Joe Johnson who, and I think he, uh, after he played for the Suns for a couple of years, he got traded to the uh, Atlanta and I like was rooting for him still, and Aww. my husband would be like, "Don't root for him; he's not <laughs> on our team anymore." But I'm like, "But I loved him; like I loved him on the Suns, and I'm just sad that he got you know traded." But I, th- I'm in that camp. Yeah, just if you like a player, like them no matter where they go. It's not their fault they got traded, right? I mean, sometimes it is. <laughs> sometimes they're like, "Please trade me," but still, I mean, I feel like. If you still like them, who cares? Right. That, I mean, it's like the... I can't remember his name. The guy we saw at Stacy's. Amari Stoudemire. Yeah. Like, he, I loved him. And then he got traded and and he... And, and same with Mike D'Antoni. Like, he was our coach. Yeah. And now he's... Uh, well, he was for the Knicks. I don't know if he's still there. He's a... No, he's... Um, wait. Yes, he is in... He's in he's, Houston. He's now. in Houston. I, I saw in the news he's, he's I think maybe gonna leave houston oh. i don't know it's just a rumor oh i always root for him and then you know 
I got scolded. <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> he was a great coach. I miss him. Like, we need him back. But so. Yeah. And I I feel like um, Amare, like, he has a tattoo on his neck that says Black Jesus. Like, mm. how could you not like that? Yeah. You have to support him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, we did. I've told this story on the podcast before but i think it's worth telling again because you're here yeah uh we saw him at stacy's which is a restaurant or it used to be it's it doesn't exist anymore but it's a restaurant in downtown phoenix and it's a tiny restaurant that like no one in the wall. knew about really yeah. it wasn't like a popular place and it was like a soul food kind of restaurant and it was pretty like like there's no fanciness about it it's like restaurant and kitchen and it's like that's a yeah like tables in the kitchen and that was a yeah you there was like a big jug for lemonade and you yeah. sort of like refilled yourself yeah and uh I, my back was towards the door and you and jeremiah were sitting across from me and i was telling a great story i don't remember what but all of a sudden your both of your faces went blank yeah and i was like what just happened he was like a rookie and he had just won rookie of the year and uh and he's he, also massive he's giant and not only is he giant but like he's a big guy like he's meaty and so you're like he definitely creates a presence so you're like oh. i don't know if this is true but i remember him kind of not fitting through the door of stacy soul food yeah i think even sitting at the table like he had his legs sprawled out <laughs> because it kind of like didn't fit under the table so he's like leaning back with his legs out kind of in the aisle kind of thing and then if i'm not mistaken this was right before round one of the playoffs against the spurs yes why was he eating soul food <laughs> right before game one maybe that gears Powers him up him. yeah that's true I mean, the macaroni and cheese was amazing. The macaroni and cheese was amazing. They also had like, I mean, we're vegetarians, so we didn't eat any of the really good stuff, but yeah. their yams were good. Uh, that place was they had amazing. great fried okra. Um, who, how are you feeling about the Suns now? I mean, I still love the Suns. Not only are there a lot of cuties on the team, but... Uh, you know they're my they're my team i almost feel like they're a red badge of courage right now like yeah they're not doing great but if you're a true fan you got to stick with them first of all yeah and they're like great guys like i feel like um i don't know just like especially after we got Ubre, you know like they're just so cute together yeah you know like they're all there's all this teamwork hashtag valley boys yeah <laughs> he created that hashtag for the team and it's like legit the best hashtag it is for anyone who doesn't know phoenix um it it is a valley and people call it the valley and the sort of like nickname for phoenix is valley of the sun yeah and he created this hashtag valley boys that's like so perfect for him and like uh book and his little crew and uh Aiden yeah definitely check it out but it's funny because sometimes it'll be like a picture of like frat boys drinking it up on a Friday night <laughs> and you're like it's like hashtag valley boys and you're like oh my god get out of here with that but um it's really cute so but yeah I, I still love the team I think it's great I mean we were season ticket holders for a while um and we still, like, last year we didn't get season tickets, but we went to a ton of games. 
um, just because I really want to support them, even though they're kind of down and... And you guys sat right behind the bench one time. Yeah, it was great. Uh, it was great because we got to see all the action. We could hear them talking. And it was before we got Uber, but we had uh, uh, Aiden. And um, he was, you know, he was new to the league and he wasn't maybe like performing as well. And so there's like a, there's the bench with all the guys. And then behind them is some of the co- the like coaches and uh they would yell him like get in there like be aggressive push your way in and then uh, also what was kind of cute is we had um coach igor yeah and uh he would like when they would come off the court he would like hold their bellies and like talk to them like <laughs> so cute. and uh they were further away because they were like in the middle of the court but like it was just cute to watch them interact but did you want to jump up and give Aiden a hug when everyone was yelling I at did, him? I did, actually, because he had this like saddest look on his face. But And at the time, um, what's his name? I have bad mom brain. Um, the main guy. Book? Booker. He Devin was Booker. not playing, and he would uh, go up and talk to him and be like hey you know like you can see him like giving them some instruction which i think is great that they like also kind of like come to each other yeah coaching and help and tips and stuff so it's like and maybe even just like um heart and emotional support like yeah like a lot of times like draymond green will like pump the younger players up on the team and i feel like between Ubre and booker like they have that like those two players have that for the Suns where they're like come on guys like let's yeah. do this I think uh, yeah like there was a, another time when um Booker was out and Ubre is like we're gonna win this one for Booker and I was like oh no I know I, I saw that it was so cute yeah. so uh, it was great um and it's funny because Booker uh he's very like he's such a leader and uh it was funny because they interviewed him before the season started and he's like, you know, I'm going to really help these kids. And it's like, dude, you're a kid. He's like 22. I know. But it's because we're a super young team. And that's why I think like you got to be a fan now. They're going to get great. You know, things are going to get better. Um, you got a new coach. I think it's Monty. Yes. Williams, right? Monty Williams. That sounds like a talk show host. <laughs> <laughs> but I think of Montel Williams. Montel Williams is their coach. Yeah, he's really we did pump them up. We watched so much Montel Williams growing up. Yeah. Monty Williams is the coach. Okay, you're correct. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I I understand why they fired Igor, but he seemed like a cool guy to me. Well, and I almost <laughs> feel like it's a bad idea. Like he's. I think last year was his first year. Yeah, like give him time a little bit. They're not going to become playoff contenders overnight. And we got a lot of new guys. They're really young. Like, I don't I don't think it's good uh, to, you know, just kind of give up that quickly. But it happened. And, yeah. you know, unfortunately, not to badmouth Sarver, but he's kind of a jerk. Hey, man, badmouth Sarver. I don't think I, who likes him. No, I well, especially after that comment where he's like, give us our stadium while we're oh leaving. My. And it's like, you leave. I'd like to see you take the Suns from this market. You know, like we're such a big city. We've been Suns supporters for so long. Like, I can't believe they would take a team away from Phoenix. That's the um, granted. I mean, 
supersonics i guess you know oh yeah it could happen but i'm also like there'd be someone back in a couple of years like i i i might be mistaken but i'm pretty sure the suns is the first professional sports team in arizona i think so and so there there is actually a huge fan base for the suns like it's a it's pretty old and like I, some of the other teams are kind of fair weather. Like the yeah. Diamondbacks, I would say there's a lot of fair weather fans. The Diamondbacks are pretty new. I think there's a lot more Diamondback fans just because they have won a championship. But I feel like a lot of the more older Phoenix citizens are um, Suns fans because they were the only team for a while. And then, um, you know, like the Cardinals are a transplant. So everyone's Plus, like... College basketball is huge in yeah, Arizona. Tucson, yeah the u of a and even asu um you know they produce a lot of people that end up going into the nba so it's like i don't think we'd be teamless for a while like right. i think if he took them they would we would be getting another team soon well that's probably more than anyone wants to know about phoenix um sports <laughs> sorry <laughs> no i'm son's crazy i love i love it i feel like um I want them to succeed. I want them to do well because I do think they're like a really great group of guys. <laughs> um, great group of guys. <laughs> thank you, Kyle Mooney. Um, but let's move on to um, our segment. We have this little segment to wrap up everything that's happened in this week in basketball called Previously on Basketball. Previously on Buffy the Vampire. Basketball. Okay. Pascal Siakam leads Raptors to a 1-0 lead over Warriors. Giannis wants all his buds back next season. Raptors superfan Nav Batia's story becomes a viral sensation. Top prospect RJ Hampton chooses Australian NBL over college. Bronny James and Zaire Wade will play on the same high school team. Mark Gasol does hands-on refugee aid. Clippers find $50,000 for tampering after Doc Rivers compares Kawhi to MJ. NBA asks Raptors to ask Drake to cool it. He refuses. All right, so I feel like (laughs) we have to talk about Drake. Everybody's talking about Drake. He's getting so much publicity. I'm sure his songs are being played quite a bit (laughs) right now. Um, It was kind of funny because he has Steph and Kevin Durant's numbers tattooed on his arm. And he put a little uh, sweatband over their numbers during game one. (laughs) And he was wearing a Del Curry Raptors jersey. I mean, it's funny. He's a troll and it's funny. I don't, I feel like, but I heard he's like getting in huddles and stuff. Like that's a little crazy. And he's like getting on the court. Or I think he was like uh, I forgot what he, he was like doing. massaged um, oh, that's right. Nick Nurse's shoulders and like he he's he's wild. Like I I think that if I were Commissioner Adam Silver, <laughs> I would be like, uh, can can you cool out a little bit, Drake? Like this is um, maybe getting to the point where it's like interfering a little bit. 
no other fan would be allowed to do that. And even most owners keep their distance, you know, but that being said, Toronto loves him. <laughs> like there was this really great video we saw where, um, a bunch of fans were like, Drake can do whatever the hell he wants. Oh. <laughs> um, so I don't know this, this, we have a little clip. Um, do we want to play the Steve Kerr one? It's very ridiculous, <laughs> but let's play it. He, he does a little dad joke about Drake. That's a bad joke. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about Drake. I called him on his cell phone earlier, and uh, oh. my my daughter's my daughter's rolling her eyes right now. She's like, "Dad, no more dad jokes, please." So sorry. It wasn't even a joke per se. I know <laughs> it was more of a reference to a lyric in a Drake song. <laughs> but um, no, I don't know. Now let's hear what Clay has to say because I thought this was super funny, even though he does not intend it to be a joke <laughs> weeks or so if a drake song comes up on uh, a playlist or who's this child reporter plays, do you skip it or do you take it <laughs> he out does of look playlist? 12 if it's a bad song i'll skip it but if it's one of his hits i'll play it i've been a drake fan <laughs> since you know i was in high school um he's a great artist do i like him as a raptor fan no but i like him as a musician he uh He's extremely talented, but I will definitely skip this song <laughs> if I don't like it. And if it's one of his songs, so you're just you know, gonna treat it like songs, a normal skip it because I'm in song that comes on your playlist. <laughs> also, look, I know some people don't think Clay's attractive, but he has kind of long curly hair right now, and that beard—he's looking like a snack. <laughs> <laughs> he actually—I feel like he's kind of adorable. So yeah. I think he's cute. I'm on the. The snack train? I am. <laughs> You've got snack tech? Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, I don't know how to feel about Drake. I think it's like, it's it's kind of funny to me. And also John Daly made this amazing, uh, John Daly and Dean Fleischer camp. If you don't follow them on Instagram, you should. They teamed up and made this little video mashup of all of Drake's antics courtside so far in this year's playoffs. And, but they had, they put like John Daly does voiceover for Drake's voice. I'm not going to describe it because I want everyone to just go and watch it. It's super funny. It cracked me up. Anyways. Um, one other thing I wanted to talk about is Bronny James and Zaire Wade are playing high school basketball together. That's cool. That's fun for them. Their dads are friends. I wonder if they like each other. I didn't always like the kids of my parents' friends. <laughs> sure. But um but also Bronny just got an Instagram account and uh LeBron was like, Hey, I told Bronny he could have one when he turned the certain age and so go follow him. And he like immediately posted this video that was wild of him just like I guess he was like reenacting a scene from a movie or something and he was just like yelling and swearing and uh being crazy <laughs> like uh maybe dad should take away your instagram account immediately so one last thing i wanted to talk about um it's kind of interesting that rj hampton is foregoing college for the australian nbl he is someone who has been followed closely in high school 
colleges were he probably could have gone to any college he wanted with a full ride and he chose instead to go to australia he said hey i don't really want to go to college my whole goal is to be in the nba so i'm going to do something that i think will actually get me there uh, without trying to focus on studying I, you know, I, I saw a lot of people criticizing this on social media and I think that that's a bunch of baloney. Me too. Um, I like, why should this talented kid like go into this NCAA, which I don't know that much about it, but my like vague understanding is that they can be exploitative at, at least. Yeah. Um, why not start making money? Um, I think people put a little too much stock in college. Me too. Especially if they're going to leave after a year or two, it, it makes it even more trivial. But come on, people, college, who needs it? <laughs> Be cool. Drop out of school is what I always said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never said that. But I do think if your ultimate goal does not require college, why go into debt going to college? And also why risk injuring yourself without being paid. I would rather go to Australia, play basketball, be paid and see koalas all the see time. Koalas. <laughs> I mean, how fun you could do a walkabout. <laughs> I think I, I agree with you guys. Um, just going to college. I, you're going to leave after a year. So it's not like you're getting a degree out of this. So why is it so important? Second of all, I hate the NCAA. They do seem very exploitative. I mean, they're making like millions of dollars off of these guys. They have games, they have shirts, they have all this stuff. And these kids don't see anything from it. Also, they, I, I, I know some people who played college football, not college basketball. But one person got injured. Uh, one person I know got injured uh, playing for a college football team. And they wanted him back out on the field as quick as possible. And he was like, you know what? I... I'm going to just deny you. I don't want to play on the team anymore. Yeah. And he just finished his senior year um, paying for school because he was like, you're going to ruin my whole life. If you just like force me to go, you know, back out in the field like that. Um, not just even football playing career. Like I'm not going to be able to walk normally. Right. You know? And I also think just because you're good in college doesn't necessarily mean you can trans uh, like transition into the NBA. And I almost feel like playing in a professional league in another country might give you better experience, which yeah. would help you transition. I mean, look at Luka Doncic right. played in Lithuania, I think it was. He also played in Spain for a brief period of time. Yeah. And like he came in and he's been like a really good, you know, had a really good start starting year. And so maybe it's better yeah. uh, to, to go this route if you're going to, if your aim is the NBA. And Leia was a real nerd uh, growing up. You had a periodic table of elements on your wall in high school. Yeah. So uh, like she science. said, <laughs> if she's saying don't go to college. Well, I definitely think um, that maybe we've put too much emphasis on college. There's a lot of careers out there, not to go on a tangent to do nothing with NBA, but like we're actually losing uh, I found just being in the industry so I'm an engineer I work on medical devices and there's a lot of stuff that we need like machinery and stuff that you can almost get people that work on in this country because everyone's trying to go to school and we don't have like the strong trade skills that we used to have right and so and those people make good money like uh, I worked at a place that 
molds plastic parts and the people that make the molds like it's a whole skill that you have to know and they're all old guys now that work on them there's no kids going into it because kids are always going to school and it's like these guys are it's a good career it's a good career it was great you know it's a great job and it's a shame that like nobody's going into it so um it's almost going to be like an art that's going to be lost eventually so yeah I barely graduated high school, and look at me today. I am the producer of Dunktown. I mean, if <laughs> that doesn't I mean, tell you. But, I mean, just really quickly. Yeah. Uh, you can teach yourself to code. You can teach yourself how to record podcasts. There are so many skills that you can learn just on YouTube that are, that's free. Well, also, like... I have a friend who's an electrician and he makes way more money than I have ever made. And he never went to college and, um, all that debt (laughs) and he doesn't have all that debt and he can find a job anywhere. Yeah. Like electricians, plumbers, those are things that will always be needed, Yeah, you know, unless it's like the global apocalypse and we don't have electricity anymore. But even then he'll know more than I know I mean, about surviving. Get the society start running. And oh my God. We'll become the president of the new U S and me with my liberal arts major degree, we'll like be used for food. <laughs> the they'll, they'll eat me. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Okay, yesterday we watched The Connecticut Sun at the Los Angeles Sparks on May 31st, 2019. Let's meet the girls. I have met the most amazing group of women. (laughs) What's that from? (laughs) That's 30 Rock. That's Uh. when Liz Lemon meets the group of wine drinking ladies. (laughs) That's amazing. All right. On the sun. Oh, I love that song. So sweet. Yeah. We got, uh, for starters, we got John Quill Jones, Shakina Strickland, Alyssa Thomas, Courtney M. Williams, and Jasmine Thomas. On the bench, we have Lacia Clarendon, Brianna Jones, Morgan Tuck, and the head coach is Kurt Miller. Cool. And on the sparks. Wait, what is that? That's This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us by Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great uh, band from the 70s. That's Producers Gabe's Music Pick of the Week. <laughs> it's funny because we're doing the WNBA, so I'm going to be like, what is that? Yeah. Uh, we used to do that a lot in the beginning of the podcast. Um, so this is very exciting. All right. We have starters Cheney Ogwumake, Sydney Weiss, Neka Ogwumake, Alexis Jones, Chelsea Gray, and off the bench we have Tierra Ruffin Pratt, Marina Mabry, Rakina Williams, and then head coach Derek Fisher, who used to be a Laker. What do you think about that? I can't stand him, but he was adorable (laughs) last night, and I'm glad he's our coach. It's kind of nice that he um, is now, um, you know, applying his basketball knowledge towards, you know, coaching. That's great. Um, The only reason I can't stand him because many a son playoff game (laughs) against him and his... The Lakers, really. Lakers. 
that was like a prime Lakers time. So yeah. Hey. Um, also, because we're um, just starting out with the WNBA, I apologize if I butchered any of those names. <laughs> <laughs> it might take a minute to learn some of these names. But um, anyways, let's get into the game. <laughs> let's go, girls. That was great. (laughs) That Shania Twain song. I actually have a story around that because my mom, my Cuban, our Cuban mother. Yeah. Loves country music. She's more American than we are. Yeah. She, she loves country music. And John Wayne. And John Wayne and uh, like country aesthetic. She goes to Cracker Barrel all the time. Yeah. (laughs) And she loves Shania Twain. And I remember one time... Um, she and our stepdad were driving us to California and we were asleep for some reason. She always insisted on leaving at like four in the morning and we were asleep in the back of the car and we were teens or whatever. We're not children. Yeah. But all of a sudden I wake up at like seven in the morning to that song blaring in the car. <laughs> I was like, you couldn't let us sleep. I had to wake up to feel, feel like a woman or whatever that song is called. Uh, feels good to be a woman. Feels. I feel like man. I feel like a woman. Oh my man. I feel, I feel like, like a woman. Like a I think woman. that's the title. Wow, man. <laughs> you know what's funny is not to show my age but i have gotten in the car with many uh like kid these days and they're like oh i really like 90s music and i'm like i'm from the 90s i love 90s music and then i get in the car and it's shania twain and no. I'm like, no this is not 90s music but you know to each their own you're like where uh, we listen to a lot of uh I need some nirvana some pearl jam and like female punk i feel like our oh, we love female punk babes in toyland whole, uh, whole um l7. l7 those were any like female punk band yeah. was our jam gabe what do you have to say about 90s music gabe like cranberries Oh, I did like the Cranberries, actually. They're Zombie. not. Poor Dolores. We actually Reardon. saw them at the Mesa Amphitheater. We did. That's true. It's a great venue, by the way, if you get to see a play, uh, <laughs> show there. <laughs> Don't plug the Mesa Amphitheater. <laughs> it's just nice because it's outside. There's no smoking, so you're not, like, killed by smoking. And Actually, our first big concert was Pearl Jam at Mesa Amphitheater. Our dad left us alone in the mosh pit to go buy merchandise. Crazy. I think we're like two little teenage girls. I was amidst. 11, maybe. Yeah. I think I was 11 or 12, actually. Yeah. And he went and got merch, left us with some college girls. Yeah. <laughs> and came back and was like, I just met Eddie Vedder at the merch table. And we were like, what the frick, dad? Yeah. We want to meet Eddie Vedder at the merch table. Anyways, all the college girls loved him for that. Though Dad's probably going to listen to this. I think Eddie Vedder's the only guy he would have a sexual relationship with. He, We would be like, Dad, do you want to kiss Eddie Vedder? And he'd be like, yeah, I I do. <laughs> yeah. and we're like, he has a oh, Pearl Jam okay. tattoo. Like, <laughs> he loves them. <laughs> okay, anyways, back to... Uh, they love basketball. It all comes oh, full true, circle. It's, it's the Mookie Blaylock. Yeah. That's right. That He's the little stick figure. Okay, anyways. Sorry. <laughs> Big, big uh, derail. <laughs> um, okay, so we actually went to Staples Center to see this Spark Sun game. Also, 
spark sun are we talking about a solar flare here (laughs) (laughs) apologies apologies for this um bad joke so we get there we find the parking garage i really like and then we get inside and we try to just we try to find a place to eat but half of the little vendors were closed yeah and i get it i guess because there's less there's less people going to the game but still it was kind of a huge bummer it's sexist it's sexist (laughs) i'm just kidding i mean kind of yeah it kind of is like it's not worth opening the whole stadium for these ladies also you know what they were only serving beer and all of the liquor little the bars were closed which, not to stereotype, but what lead doesn't like a margarita? Come on. Well, and are you saying women shouldn't drink hard liquor? No. I'll fucking drink you under the table. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't drink very much, but it's, I you mean. You will be under the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll have half a beer and I'm fine. <laughs> but, uh, but it was a bit of a bummer. I wanted you to have the good margaritas. Yeah. Um, I was kind of bummed out. They were talked up pretty good. But we got some Blaze pizza and we went and got some of those garlic tater tots. Um, and we got some bottomless sodies. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> and it's kind of crazy they have bottomless soda there. I feel like uh, that's usually do how that? they get you at most stadiums is like buying another soda. You, they make you buy another soda. It's not even that expensive. I mean, it is expensive in the grand scheme of soda. Yeah. But it's only <laughs> it's only like a dollar more than a regular soda. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Um and you get a souvenir cup, but I have to say this is a horrible souvenir cup. It was kind of disappointing. So I got a souvenir cup, um, which our uh social media followers will have seen because I posted it. I got a so a uh souvenir cup from Moda center when we went to portland and it's so cool the design on it is so great and the ones at staples center because they can't show an allegiance to any team because like five different teams play there it just has like pictures of lax (laughs) (laughs) the airport which is everyone hates (laughs) who gabe who likes lax do you know anyone no nobody likes lax put bob hope airport on there <laughs> over lax it's like Plus, isn't there more iconic la like things they could put on yes. there i just put palm trees around it yeah make a cool palm tree design or something i don't know it was uh, those souvenir cups come on pick it up staples center i do feel like uh maybe la should kind of do a pittsburgh and like unify their colors because all Pittsburgh teams are black and yellow. But that's impossible because Clippers versus Lakers. And like trail. we have two teams. I forgot about that. Yeah. Two, two opposing teams. teams. And, and then there's Man, the Kings. Share colors. <laughs> the Kings are like silver and black, which is pretty cool. That is cool. And I then, think that's why, like, remember in the 90s, not to be old again, but uh, like a lot of like rappers were like kings and raiders Raiders, yes because it's the cool colors um so we get in there we sit down in our seats they're great seats they're really good i think we're like row five or something row five yeah and um we're sitting in a in a whole row like a, a friend of ours jamel johnson from Airbuds, friend of the show bought a whole row um 
and unfortunately couldn't be there. <laughs> oh, but a uh, other friend of the show, Mike Benner was there and, um, we get there. The national anthem has just finished. We're holding pizzas and tots and we want to sit down. But the announcer who we later find out his name is Hootie. Hootie's like, everybody on your feet. And we're like, okay, we'll be on our feet. And then the game starts and then we sit down. But I, I notice as I'm shoving pizza in my face, everyone else is standing up. Not everyone, but lots of most people are still standing up. And then the Sparks make their first basket and everyone sits down. You're supposed to stand until they score. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Super cool. I, but we look like a bunch of noobs. Yeah. Well, I mean, we are noobs. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but I, I like that. I feel like throughout the whole game, like how interactive the crowd is yes. with the team and the announcer, like he was really good at, you know, keeping everybody into the game and it was great not that you needed to be like forced to be into the game but just like cheering and like he was really good he had everyone going and it was really great i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say it right now this might have been the most fun i've ever had at a basketball game it was i was surprised and i it's funny because i told jeremiah last night um about it and i was like that's the most fun I've had at a basketball game ever. And he's like, well, you know, the Suns haven't been doing right. Maybe that's why. And I was like, I, I think, think it was so. the general consensus by everyone. And that's even by, you know, you who's like been watching the Clippers who have been doing way better. Um, it definitely was fun. Well, I think even if they hadn't won with a uh, spoiler alert, Sparks killed it. <laughs> but even if they hadn't won, I think it would have been fun just because of what you were saying. Like the crowd was so into it. Like, yeah. and, and Hootie, God bless him, was so good at getting everyone fired up and like the interactive elements to it, which we'll get into, but it was so much fun. I do have to say just really quick, like we, my husband's actually a Celtics fan. His family is from Boston. He's from Boston. And uh, we were back in Boston a couple years ago and we went to a Celtics game and that crowd was crazy into the, um, the game, you know, Celtics fans. Yeah. They're crazy. Um, but even then I felt like, there's a lot of cheering, but this was like people were singing, people were dancing. Like it was like so much more than yeah. just like being into the game. It's like also it felt like a culture kind of like when you go to England and or Germany or wherever yeah. and, and all of the soccer chants are like there's a culture like and if you know you know yeah that's what this felt like too. it felt it definitely that is a good comparison like that's how it felt so um we found out hootie was the kind of like i don't know what you call him arena dj he was the the god mic uh host uh, of the night but the sort of like mc the guy on the court um sort of introducing the um in between acts his name was frenchy Frenchy and Hootie. Frenchy was adorable. He was he wearing an all yellow <laughs> suit. <laughs> kind of like French's mustard. Gabe? Oh. Yes. That's a good... Is that his thing? Does he always wear yellow, I wonder? That would be interesting. We'll find out because we'll go to more games. Also, Caitlin, a, um, a new friend who was in our row, she pointed out to me, I don't know anything about this, but I'm just going to point it out for fun, that right in front of us was a guy named Niall 
who was a contestant on America's Top Model. <laughs> and she said, he's deaf and he's bi. And he looked super handsome. And I guess him being deaf is was like a huge part of his story on the show. And um, he it, he looked like he was having a great time. So yeah. good for you, Niall. Um, I feel like that that was our celeb of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so I'm going to just go end of the first quarter. We had uh 21, 19 sparks were in the lead. Um, it was a pretty close game the whole time I would say, but, yeah. um, but the sparks took the lead pretty quickly. Um, right at the top of the second quarter, Rakina Williams hit a powerful three point shot. That was beautiful. And I feel like, that was like a fire moment. It was. I it had everyone out of their seat. It was amazing. And you can tell the whole night she was like feeling it. Like she would make a shot and she would just like start walking away before she even yeah. wants to go in. Like, I'm feeling it. She's so. like, that's going in. Yeah. Um also we should talk a little bit about Sparky, the mascot oh, yeah. of the Sparks. Sparky is a dog, as you can imagine. He has a little mohawk. He's got really big muscles. Also, uh, we kind of had this discussion. Should I call Sparky he or it or they? Because I feel like Sparky could be... I mean, stereotypically, he's kind of masculine. masculine. He looks masculine. and But at the same time, I'm like... They should have a female mascot. They should. And I I think it would be appropriate to call Sparky they. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think we were discussing the name. Like, it could be gender neutral. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it could be. If they cool. wanted it to be gendered, it would have been sparklets, like the water. <laughs> I was saying sparkarella. <laughs> so, we don't really, we don't really know, but... You know, I'm just going to say it's nice to have female mascots. Yeah. I also kind of want to know who's in the mascot um, costume because I wonder if there's a lot of women who do that kind of work because that would be cool too. Anyways. I know um, alma mater ASU. Go, go, go. (laughs) Go, Uh, Sun Devils. Yeah. Um, I think Sparky, oddly enough, is our Sun Devils mascot. Um, I think when I was going to school, it was a girl, and she was incredibly gymnastic. Like, Like she would do flips and stuff. She would do flips and stuff. She would also, like, every time they'd score a goal, she would do the um, push-up, like, for football, the push-ups. Oh, yeah. Which would be crazy because, you know... Sometimes I'd get to like 40 and she's doing, they'd hold a door. A bunch of the male cheerleaders would hold the door and then she would do push-ups. push-ups. But I mean, you couldn't tell he was uh, the mascot himself, a boy, but um, there was a girl inside. So that's cool. Um, the son have a mascot that just looks like fire. His name is blaze. And he's kind of adorable. He's kind of a cutie, like a Muppet. Yeah. He's like a big, cute nose. Like almost, I. He looked a bit moose-like. He did almost. look like a moose. Yeah, but like a moose that's made of fire. Right. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have any horns or anything. He oh just, my god, we're looking at a bobblehead of him. That's insanely cute. That is. But that's some good. 
mascot tree. Yeah, I think you could call that. He looks like a Jim Henson creation, kind of. He does. He does. I think that's a good way to describe him. Um, he could be on Labyrinth. <laughs> that movie was very scary. Haunt your nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Brown is. is she, she looks like she's the tallest player on the Sparks. And then um, Jaquel Jones, which every time Hootie would say Jaquel Jones, sound like he said John Paul Jones or John, John, John Qual. That's her name. John Qual Jones. And it sounded like he was saying John Paul Jones. Yeah. Um, bassist for Led Zeppelin. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out what her name was. We were like looking for it, which is so silly because they actually gave us this really great program when we walked in i could have just looked in there (laughs) um but she i think is the tallest on the sun yeah and she was having a great night she was she was like blocking getting so many rebounds um she also uh they would they would like get the ball to her and she would just like tip it in because she was so tall we did know she needed to work on her free point game because she, she could miss like half of them I, essentially. at least half yeah like she was getting fouled she's a center so she's gonna get fouled and i feel like that's the plight of maybe centers which is funny because you would think because they're taller they're closer net and it'd be maybe it'd be a little easier but i just know like i remember shack yeah. was horrible she was kind of a shack she I was think- like tall and very good in many other ways, but she, she could not. She, her free throw percentage was really low. Yeah, and it was funny because every time the Sun were doing free throws, Hootie would put on a song and have a song that young girls know because there were so many young girls in the crowd, which was really cute. It was adorable. And so he would put on like Moana. let it Moana or like let it go. Yeah. And he would turn on the music before she starts shooting and then turn it off. And then everyone's like, let it go. Let it go. Yeah, and like, like they would screaming it. The song essentially, which was adorable. And I have to say, I think I've said it before, but that Moana movie gets me every time. It, does. it like makes me want to cry just hearing the here i am yeah i can't sing i apologize to our listeners but um that was great anyways uh so i she's the star on the sparks other than candace parker who was not playing i think she's injured yeah she was not dressed um to she was not in the uniform even though she looked killer, she had this little leather vest on. Yeah, she looked great. And she had these like high top sneakers. Yeah. And they were like, weren't they like yellow? Yeah. Like a bright yellow. She's so cool. She is cool. If if anyone out there doesn't follow her on Instagram, you should follow her or on Twitter. She is just like such a like amazing person. And I, I love her. But I don't follow her, but I plan on starting. Hey, you gotta. <laughs> She's so great. She's got a cute daughter that um oh she she actually tells a great story on lebron's show the shop on hbo about how she had to take a year off in the league to have her daughter and she kind of got to a point where she was like am i gonna wait till my career is over to have kids that was like 
what she had to decide. Yeah. And, you know, I think this is kind of a universal thing for women in general, but I can't even imagine if my body were my job. Yeah, know? definitely. Like that's I a know, whole nother just level. just from experience, like, man, you get so tired. You get like, and even afterwards, not to get weird, but like, you've changed so much. Like your feet get bigger. Your hair gets crazy. Like all this also, crazy like, stuff. Also like breastfeeding and like having to pump and stuff. Like, yeah. Did she, she, I mean, a year after she probably took, you know, almost nine months off. Right. While she was pregnant. And then, you know, if she breastfed for a year after that, that means that maybe she was pumping still while she was playing basketball. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, I can't even imagine. Those jugs are heavy. <laughs> Not to be weird. <laughs> well, and like there had, she had to have a space to do that. Like, yeah during practices and stuff definitely anyways we need to support our mother's people let's make sure they can still play basketball (laughs) well and definitely like we don't want to stifle people from having kids i know most people are like stop having kids but it's also like it's good to keep the population growing so well and if it's like if you want kids have kids don't they hopefully life doesn't stop you from doing that yeah definitely I had a friend that used to say vacation and kids, there's never a good time to take them or like have them. That's true. So just do it. Do you want to add What's something? What's your take on kids from a male about perspective? Breastfeeding? No, I didn't. I didn't have anything, but I, I don't have any and I probably never will. <laughs> That's good too. I mean, don't have kids if you don't want them. No. You, you shouldn't have to. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Let's get into shoe talk, people. Um, what I was gonna say is the other star other than Candace Parker, in my opinion, is Neka Ogumike. Number 30. She was amazing. And she had these really crazy blue shoes on that had like a really high top in the front. It almost looked like a sock. Yeah, it was weird. And it kind of um like hugged her leg a yeah. bit. Yeah, I we don't know it what shoes like they were. It was like a normal high top. It was almost like a a boot, like a I don't know how to describe it. They looked like like you know when you see images of like really cool Japanese kids with weird shoes that look like pillows. That's kind of <laughs> what it was. Like they the I don't I couldn't begin to tell you what kind of shoes they were. The it was almost like the tongue was really puffy and went super high up or yeah. something. Um, also, and they were also like a light blue marbly yeah kind of marbly um also on the sun um number one i think her name is rachel banham on the sun had these yellow orange shoes whereas like one side was yellow one side was orange yeah those were really cool and they like faded into the each other color so yeah it, it looked really neat it was like a it was very you know like sunsetty almost yeah which is goes along well with their name and then um as far as hair goes there was so much cool hair on the court williams on the sun had really cool hair uh that was like bleached kind of like bleached tips i guess yeah (laughs) but that's not explaining it it was like a little curly mop top that was blonde um that was really cute uh rough and pratt had amazing like cornrows but they but it was like a really it, they weren't rows it was like a really um interesting cool pattern pattern on her head 
both of the Ogumike sisters had great hair. Um, number 13, I think that's Chanae, had the like long braid that was braided really cool. And then Neka had this cool... It's like a French braid, but it went all the way around her head. Yeah, it like, like swirled a, around. It almost reminds me of like a, I don't know, like an old timey kind of... Like a Hilda, like yeah, like you know, yeah, like a hair hair wrap, like one whatever. of those ladies from the opera, yeah, <laughs> maybe kind of thing. So the second quarter ended thirty eight thirty one. Sparks are still sparking it up. Um, and at halftime, the Compton Dance Club came out. They had these like really shiny kind of um, they really sh- parachute pants. Yeah, almost. they were like it would look like a plasticky material yeah like cellophane pants yeah <laughs> but they were so good they um, were good also and the crowd was really into it like they were like you go girl like they were so cute so i have to say we saw three dance acts that that night one was the sparks kids the sparks kids were great so good then the compton dance club which was the halftime show super good and then the sparks crew came out at the end which is like the adult dancers and they were super good. And then the kids and adults danced together. Oh, yeah. They were so cute. I have to say, Sparks Crew, let's workshop a couple other names for you. I think it could be the Sparklers. Oh, yeah. I think it could be um, the Fireworks. Let's just go and, you know, on theme, but not use the word Sparks. Lots of things you could do there. Um, so we went and got T-shirts. We went and bought t-shirts during halftime. Yeah. Gabe bought a hat, super cool hat. Honestly, we looked pretty fly. <laughs> we did talk about um, the Sparks like um, logo. They're, it's kind of 90s. Like it's a lot of weird color, like weirdly bright colors mixed together. Um, maybe they need to like modernize it a bit. But we did find, we're able to find some shirts where like, they look they look really awesome so so i think the green basketball that says sparks in front of it and then has like the palm tree that's also a firework that i think is their original design yeah like when they first debuted and i think maybe this design that i'm wearing that's like a palm tree and it just says la and the the center of the palm tree is a basketball I think they just came out with that this year. So maybe they're trying something new, but most of the WNBA, I'm pretty sure, hasn't changed their design yeah, since I think they so. debuted. There's a there's too much going on in the Sparks logo. Yes. There's the Sun logo. They have kind of the same situation going on where they have an, an insane regular logo and then an alt logo that looks a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like that's kind of an issue with the whole WNBA is most of the logos have been around for since like the league's inception. Yeah. And they haven't updated them. Um, listeners, let's start a campaign on social media to try and get the Sparks to hire uh, Andrea Tomingas, uh, a.k.a. Duck Brigade, who did the Dunktown logo <laughs> to redesign their um, their logo. Because Andrea, A, is a lady. B, she knows basketball a little bit now. 
<laughs> and see she's awesome um so i personally will be tweeting at the sparks that they should talk to andrea so i think uh generally my other one comment and thank you i i stand to gain monetarily <laughs> from what you're saying so uh but um they they need to move away from the Lakers look yes, a little I bit. Yes, I agree. I don't think it serves them well to be so tied to the Lakers Because they have the same colors. That's like, and they use a lot of the same sort of um, elements that the Lakers have. Like maybe even the same font. Yeah. Um, and people there were just wearing Lakers shirts too. They weren't even like buying Spark shirts. Let's let these ladies have their own identity. Yeah, I I agree. I don't mind them using the same color. Um, like, I actually think that's kind of cool, like a unity for the city. But, um, like, change the logo up. Make a make your own identity, you know? Yeah, I agree. Um, so we get back into our seats. We sit down. Uh, we kind of are looking at uh, Derek Fisher, how cute he is. He's wearing this little brown suit. It was cute. He, he looked really good. He looks grown up. He doesn't have the baby face he used to have. Yeah. He's, he just was pacing up and down the court looking like a handsome gent. Coach of the Sun, his name is Kurt Miller. He looked like a I kept calling him a Roberto Benini type. <laughs> he look I said he looked like a soupy sales type. Like soupy. he had a <laughs> zany plaid suit on. It was for like our a young, old man. For our young listeners, soupy sales is like an old comedian. Um, Google it. <laughs> <laughs> he did look like CB sales. He was like, he was like he hunched over plaid suit. Like who even buys plaid suit? He had a plaid suit. And I have seen some crazy suits on ESPN, but I just feel like, I don't know. And his anger came out in like rapid hand movements. Like his hands were flailing about and he was like kind of or hunched. like walk around with his hands on his hips. Like. Yeah. Um, so he did not look as dashing as Derek Fisher. Um, so Mabry got three points and then I think it was, uh, producer uncle Gabe who said, Mabry, I'm amazed. (laughs) (laughs) And I loved it. Yeah. That sounds like something I do. (laughs) (laughs) They should play that song when she does, um, a big three pointer like that. At the end of the third quarter, we're at 54-45. At this point, it feels like it's getting away from the sun a bit. They're still very good, but the sparks are just outsparking them. Um, number 33, whose name is Tuck on the sun, she yelled at the ref, and she I liked her fire. Yeah, I remember that. That was uh, She was saucy. Yeah, she got very fiery, um, and I don't know. I just really liked her. Um Towards the end in the third and fourth quarters, everyone was chanting together. Everyone, I think we stood the whole fourth quarter, maybe. Yeah. Like everyone was on their feet. Everyone was excited. Sparky's running around. He dove over an old lady to hang out with some kids at one point. But everyone was kind of like going wild. Um, You know, I want to, sorry to interrupt you, but like... 
Um, I think another thing that kind of helped was that um, they had cool little spark songs that were like, let's go sparks. And then it would like be some cool beat. The, they had a bunch of different unique beats. Yeah. I've never seen like a team have like a little song like that. And it, it was great. Like, I loved them. I, you know, they should put those soundtracks out. I want to like, work <laughs> out to that. They should put out a mixtape. They should. We it, it honestly made us dance way more than ever. Because, yeah. you know, if, if uh, you know, you go to an NBA game and you kind of have like the same things where it's like. Everybody clap your hands. Everybody clap your hands. Go clips. Go, you know, like kind of the same things. But this, you would just be saying, let's go sparks. But it's a different beat. There's yeah. like four or five different beats. It was really cool. Um, and then, okay, in the fourth quarter, Oguamike is elbowed in the face by Jones. Um, this is Chine, Oguamike. Yeah. She falls on the ground. I don't think she was hurt, but I mean, she was probably a little hurt. She really got an, a good elbow in the face. It looked like she got knocked on the chin, which never feels good. Yeah. You know, and she's laying down and her teammates are hovering over her. And even, you know, maybe a assistant coach or a medical person comes over to her. And we notice the little sweeper man, with oh. the sweeper <laughs> walks with his little sweeper over to her and kind of stands there impatiently yeah like are you gonna get up and then we were joking it looked like he was about to like start sweeping her off the floor off the court finally she gets up he sweeps he like you know checks that it's dry puts his broom away jumps up grabs the net yeah, I think, and because they took some time to they get t- started again. And he's I like, think they had a timeout. And they had a huddle, and he, like, walks over to the huddle and is trying to talk to people. He, he even walks up to the little towel girl and, like, touches her shoulder, and she looks at him like, do not touch me. <laughs> and I was he like, talks this with, guy seems like... He was talking with Candace Parker, yeah. and she was, like, nodding politely and smiled, but I was like... Who does this guy think he is? He was like an entitled. And then like every time he like sweeping, he looked like he's being so bothered. He, um, Gabe pointed out, and this is absolutely true. He looked like Paul Rudd in, uh, wet hot American summer when he has to pick up the plate. Yeah. He was like, (laughs) puts his broom away, tries to dunk or whatever. Doesn't get anywhere close to the basket. Like, I, he he after a while i kept looking at him because i was just like this guy is a cartoon of a person yeah. i cannot believe he's acting this way he he was like so entitled he kept like walking out onto the court where i'm like i don't think you're supposed to be on there yeah. get get out uh anyways they should fire that guy yeah <laughs> I mean, I've seen other sweeper people and they usually like do a, a circle and they'll like run out, sweep and run back in. They're like hustle. Yeah. He and they're no like, hustle. you know, they like stand and almost a like ready, like almost like the like triathlon. I'm ready to run out yeah. position the whole game. But this guy was like, I'm no wander. But then if he had to go out and sweep, he'd be like, get out of my way. I'm like yeah. the most important person. Like here. There was some, they were standing around at one point and he starts like sweeping around. Then, them. I think he like walked in the middle of them too. It was like started sweeping and it's like, are you kidding me? Gabe? I don't think they should fire him. I don't want Dunktown to be responsible for anyone losing their job, but they should train him 
trade him train him oh oh, oh yeah or trade They'll him trade there can, can you trade the mob guys <laughs> trade the mob guy to another team no They'll i just, just get a what's like uh the little irobot oh yeah just get a roku set. or not roku what are they called Roomba? Roomba Roomba yeah um but they I okay let's not fire him but they should train him they should give him a talking to and also he needs to learn a little respect yeah you know I don't know if it's because they're women or what but like dude you're not on the team like ch- chill out Let- you're not Drake get out of their hustle <laughs> you're not Drake <laughs> um John Paul Jones I'm just kidding John Paul Jones had <laughs> 21 rebounds wow I, I might maybe more this was the fourth quarter wasn't even over when we saw this stat she was killing it um she was great yeah she was so good and uh Chelsea Gray was Ms. 69 she hit the 69 um point shot for the sparks and that was really exciting um I, at the end of the fourth quarter, it was just like chaos in there. Everyone's dancing. At one point, a lady who I don't know who she was, but maybe she was in the movie A Star is Born oh, yeah. came out and sang The Shallows. And she was on the Jumbotron and these two girls were behind her acting it out and like singing along yeah, and they, they were, were great adorable the whole crowd everyone in the crowd i loved like it was a lot of women a lot of young girls but also a lot of dudes i mean there's a lot of dudes in yeah. there and which is cool like that's great i saw a dude a dude a man with his son who yeah. was maybe like 13 or 12 or 13 and i was like yes let's have more of this yeah this is this is a fun time um and everyone we were with by the end they were like yeah that was probably the most fun i've had watching basketball yeah uh final score was 70 77 sparks uh killed it we the um we were noticing a couple things the score is definitely lower than the nba and the quarters are shorter. Yeah. They're 10 minutes instead of 12. Um, they felt really fast. They it, felt really fast paced. Yeah. It felt fast paced. Which probably added to like the fun, you know, like. That's true. Like there was never a dull moment. It was great. And um, a lot of people are like, I don't like the WNBA because there's no dunks. But honestly, I don't need dunks when it's that exciting there's still some great like breakaways where they like did a great layup everyone was out of their seat amazing uh, some amazing um like think, ankle breaking like b-balling oh yeah a lot of good you know like juking of people um i know the Oguamike yeah sisters <laughs> like they were great there were so many times that they would like break away or they would do a great pass and then the other one would do a great layup and everyone was freaking out. So also, I felt like it was, you know, like I was never bored in the game. No. I thought it was great. Um, I think it was Williams. She was, she's a guard and she's like, actually they had two guards, Thomas and Williams on the sun. And they both were, really impressive um and they're they're both pretty short i don't know how tall but um oh actually i have it right here williams is five eight oh, nice. and thomas is five nine actually this is kind of cool because i'm five seven so i'm like i could play in the w <laughs> i'm five eight but 
I can't jump. We can't yeah. do any of the things they were doing. I think you can jump like an inch <laughs> off the ground. But um and then my knees hurt. Overall, I would say great show. Let's give out some donkeys. Donkeys! Okay, we always give out most points, and that goes to the Sparks. Do you have one you want to give out, Leah? Best sister teammates. Is that us? I'm oh, just kidding. That should be us. <laughs> All right, second best sister teammates. <laughs> um, yeah, the Ogomikes are amazing. They were both great, and uh, they had really good chemistry, I feel like. I mean, I know sisters, maybe that's cheating. <laughs> okay, so I actually heard that... Okay, one of them was already on the Sparks, and the other one asked to be traded. She requested to be traded to the Sparks because they wanted to be together. Um, and I, it's just the sweetest thing. I love when sisters love each other. I think because we have a good relationship that it breaks my heart when, uh, you know, I had a friend that has two sisters and she's like, they're both crazy and I hate them. I never want to see them again. I'm like, "Mm, you should make it work. (laughs) Figure it out. You guys can make it work. Oh, I know. I love, I love when people love each other. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna propose best shoes should go to Neka Okumike because those blue crazy shoes were i've never seen anything like yeah them. those were great the sparks had a lot of good shoe game yeah they did gabe do you have one uh yeah i'd like to nominate best logo to the los angeles sparks i know we were talking shit about it earlier it has way too much going on the k is a palm tree and a spark <laughs> and it's the lakers colors and it's this teal but this is what the sun logo looks like. Ew. <laughs> oh my goodness. It looks like it was drawn by a child. Actually, Why is the sun all, the S all wonky? It looks like it was maybe drawn at Burning Man. Yeah, it does. <laughs> or by... Um, it, was, it was drawn in sand at Burning Man originally. <laughs> or it was like um, drawn for... What's the band that sings, hey, now, you're a rock star? Smash Mouth? It looks like it was drawn for Smash Mouth. They turned it down, and then they gave it to the Connecticut Sun. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. It has like a real 90s band logo vibe. It's kind of not easy on the eyes, too. Also, what's that's not theirs, is it? The one with just the S? I, I, it might be, but this is the alt one I was talking about oh, before. I like, that. I like the so alt bad. one better. Yeah. So, okay. but, uh, Sparks, you, alt logos don't count in donkeys. So, <laughs> Sparks, you win best logo. And, but still, maybe pick it up a little, guys. And, son, you win donkey for best alt logo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also, um, I think I want to give, uh, we, we never do this. This is maybe too technical, but I think I want to give best defensive player to uh, John Cole Jones. She was so good. She uh, was good. Okay, so that is two for the sun and four for the sparks. Congratulations, sparks. Uh, you killed it both in the game. Uh, that was your home opener too. So congratulations. We love you. <laughs> this is totally become 
I'm telling you guys, Sparks, great band. Don't sleep on them. Uh, also, a pair of brothers. Oh, yeah. nice. Not that sisters. love each other? They, I mean, they've been in a band for almost 50 years it's Better together, than Oasis. So. That's wild. I mean, they don't like each other at all. Yeah. And the Ramones. I think they hate each other. Oh. They're not real brothers. They weren't real brothers. <laughs> oh, were they not? <laughs> no. They still okay. hate each other. Our next game, we're going to cover the NBA Finals. Probably game four. Um... Yeah, I mean, we'll cover game four, but um, I'm sure y'all are watching all of the finals, so just watch. Just watch it, and we'll be discussing the Warriors and the Raptors. And Agata will be back. And Agata will be back next week. I know you all, I mean, we we got your letters that you're clamoring to have Agata back. Oh. <laughs> we miss her, too. Um, I cry into my pillow every night that she's gone, but thankfully she'll be back next week, and... We could get her Drake take. She's a big Drake fan. Wait, isn't she Canadian? She is Canadian, <gasps> yeah. She, is she written for the Raptors? Oh, definitely. She hates the Warriors. Oh. <laughs> so she's definitely rooting for the Raptors. Um, yeah, I'm excited. This is going to be a great series. Already game one was amazing. So, Leia, do you have anything to plug? Um, well, I have, I guess, the WNBA. Go see them. Yay! They're great and phoenix mercury are good too they're good we've got Brittany griner i just read that diana tarasi is going to be out for back surgery but um or i think she had back surgery um but they're great i i actually went to a game a long time ago but haven't been in a while and i think after this game i'm like i kind of want to go to all the games this yay, summer. yay 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 <laughs> everyone should go support their WNBA teams um gabe it was so much fun i just want to add i had a great time too Ugh. it was it boys was, can enjoy it too <laughs> <laughs> that's a boys endorsement so uh don't take a woman's <laughs> word for it <laughs> uh okay so if you don't already please follow us on twitter and instagram at dugtown podcast we do fun stuff there agata recently posted a request for all photographic evidence of Kawhi smiling which got some great responses um i love our followers they're very funny um please check out our website dunk.town send us emails we have gotten so many good emails recently and we will be talking about your um highlights from this season that you've been sending us please send us more it's been so fun reading them uh send us emails to hi at dunk.town or Call our cutie hotline, 903-420-DUNK. Uh, we've also gotten some messages, too, which we will be playing um, later on. Thank you for everyone who's been leaving us messages. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It helps us a lot, and we really appreciate it. We have t-shirts, stickers, all kinds of goodies. Go to dunk.town store. Uh, and thank you to Andrea Tominguez for all of our Ducktown designs. Ch- uh, thank you to Andrew Clotworthy for our theme music. Thanks to the listeners for going on this journey with us. Love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.